this week's parsha, we find also talks about Yaakov and Esav. So it tells us that Yaakov was with Ishtam Yeshav Erlim. It's all darshan that. Um, So he's sitting and learning, sitting and learning. At the end of the parsha, Rashi makes the whole cheshbon that Esav went to 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 to, to, to Yishmol, and then ends up marrying the Chosnavoyos. Why is it means Yishmol died then? So we do the math. It must be that Yaakov ended up back sitting and learning for another fourteen years. So there's a story um, about a, a city which hired a rov, and the rov was a tremendous tamachacham, and the city was the city of Amaratzim, and uh, they were told that this rabbi is a big, big tamachacham, and the, uh, the president of the shul came to the rabbi to complain. He says, what's the complaint? He says, you know, there's a rumor going around that the rabbi stays up very late, and he's studying very late, late, late at night, and he gets up early in the morning, and he's studying, and he's always studying, he's always, he can always, whatever you walk by, the rabbi's in his study, and he's learning. He says, I don't understand, we hired a person who's supposed to be a Tamachokhim. If you're such a Tamachokhim, why do you have to keep studying? You know everything already. Apparently, it must be you don't know anything yet, and that's why you keep studying, because you don't know. So we, it's not what we hired. We hired somebody who knows something. This is the president came to complain, to, the president of the, of the, the Kehillah came to complain to the, to, the, to, the, to the Rav. So how do you explain to this Amoritz what the deal the Kasha is about the Kasha, Right? So Roshan Feinstein says that uh, whether you know whether the story is corroborated or not, but uh, so he went through prima gadim four hundred times. Okay, so so why do you go through prima through prima gadim four hundred times? Now, first of all, I mean that story. If the story is true, they say it's true. If the story is absolutely beyond my ability to comprehend. For those of you who are to learn learn halacha, and you learn Yeridaya, and you learn Prima Gadam and Yeridaya, and you, look at, you, look, you realize that Prima Gadam and was written, Derek Katsara, I mean, he, he was a poor man. He said it, he was a poor man. He didn't have a lot of money. So he wrote things, every, wrote everything to Kitzer. Because he saved on the, he pushed it saved on the ink. He wrote his notes to Kitzer. If Prima Gadam and Yeridaya is Bikitzer, Prima Gadam and Urchaim is Beremis. It's not even Kitzer, it's Beremis. You learn a Prima Gadam and Urchaim, you're not even sure what he means. You can't figure out what, what, what he means. And here, Ramesh is saying that he went through all the Prima Gadam 400 times. Uh, you know, I mean, it was to, 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 to get through it once. You know, I, I say that's an accomplishment for a lifetime. But what's not good of shot? Yacobino was, you know, he, he goes back to Basement for 14 years. Like, what did he do for Beis Medrash for 14 years already? You say, oh, listen, you know, so I have all of Shas to learn. Okay? So we learned all of Shas. You learned all of Shas two times, three times, five times, ten times, you know, like, knock them all. Like, what, he, he, he was learning with Baruch Bears, like, you know, take, the Baruch Bears talk, it could take a very long time to figure out what he means, because Taka writes to say, you know, you clear this way, that way, this way. The Yakubian Russian, he was, you know, he was a, a, a modern day lambda. He was spending 14 years going like this, or like this, or like this, or like this. Mustamanat. Right? And already he was a Yoshev Oil in Machazal Dashan Yoshev Oil, Oil Shal Shame, Oil Shal Aver. What's this about? 
there's a Gemara. The Gemara says that one of the, the, the Amaroyim was, was, got very ill. And he had what they would call nowadays a near-death experience, where he went to Shemayim and he came back. So he said, so what did you, his Rebbe asked him, so what do you see there? He says, says, there was a mice one time that Rabbi Huda, the Talmud of Shmuel, one time Shmuel did something wrong, and Rabbi Huda had the gumption to correct his Rebbe correctly so. And therefore, in Shemayim, he was there, that Rabbi Huda was the Rebbe, and Shmuel was the Talmud. So, right? so the, the alien was lower than the Talmud. That's the person who said, that's, that's, that's the story he's referring to. So he said back, Olam Bora It's not Olam Hafez, it's Olam You saw the Olam And in that Olam that you saw, it says, Shemate, I heard Ermim, Asher Mishabod Lakan, Mitzalmuda Biyote. It's more about Basim. Asher Mishabod Lakan, Mitzalmuda Biyote. There's another measure, Chavaz Khan talks about in a few places that, you know, after a person's lifted, you get, you get a chair. Everybody wants to have a, I mean, Everybody. The guy spends time in yeshiva, so you, know, you always have this. The guy goes to yeshiva, he has this cholam. One day, you know, he's going to ch- get a chance to have a shtela, you know, he'll get, he'll say, be able to say his Torah, etc. Everybody gets a chance. All of you get a chance. 120 years, Bez Hashem, you go to Shemaim, you get the podium. So, Chazal, you get the podium, they give you the podium for 180 days. You get up there, and you say over what, what you learned. But you have to stand there for 180 days whether you have 100 days worth of stuff to say or not. That's because I'll say. So you get up there, and the first day you say, well, I have the toises, you say, well, the toises is good. Okay, now what? You just stand like this for the next 179 days, just like an absolute idiot. And the push is overwhelming. Chavos Kavos brings that chazal a few times, just to l'eris l'avavos. Asher mishabolatan b'talmuda b'yodoi. It says... Fortune is the person who comes and he has the Talmud and we've learned a lot. He says, that's not enough. It has to be Talmud to be other. Good, so I understand. I have to chaser it ten times. You know. There's a mice that say that the Rukhara Vosha came to, to the guy and he's very upset you know, that he chasered over Seder Moyed 14 times and he still doesn't have it clore. The guy started laughing. He says, that, that's called learning. 14 times. That's called Chazorah. The first, first 14 times is just getting Pasha Pashat. Now he's a Chazorah. That's what the guy said. Okay, good. So, so but, uh, by the 40th time, the Morse says, Anus, the Morse says, Anus, the Morse says, that a person, he has it 40 times. Now he has it in his cash, and he has it in his pocket. It's glory. 40 times, now he has the glory. So why are you learning it the 50th time? Why are you learning it the 60th time? They say with the Shagas Aryeh, Shagas Aryeh, to finish us a thousand times. Thousand times, finish us. I, I get what the words mean. You know what the words mean. You know. But but what were they doing? Like, what was pushing them? So there's a famous Chazal which um, you cannot go through Yeshiva without already having heard this Chazal at least once in your life. Somewhere it says, I'm all up the earth, somewhere in the door, says, Allahism is Tarasi. The Torah says that they asked this question to the, to the Nabiim, to the Chachamim. They didn't know until they asked the Kodesh Baruch, Kodesh Baruch explained it himself. 
above the Oritz. That nobody can explain why we were we went to the Golos. the Brashman had explained it himself. And they looked at the Malachi Shores looked down and said, doesn't make any sense. We have no explanation. So obviously the Khasorin which we're talking about was not obvious. Because had it been obvious, the Malachi Shores would know about it. The Khachabim would be able to figure it out. The Nevi'im would be able to tell you what it is. So we're talking about a Khasorin which is a, which is not, not an obvious Khasorin. And we need a Khashbarhu to come and to be Mazbirat. We have to imagine what it is. I heard the Sir Dester says, so Skabald in the belt. Skabald in the belt. Version doesn't punish unless we deserve it. If something which I don't know, I don't know, I have a problem. What do you want from me? I can't fix it. So if the Chachamim don't know, I, I, you know, I went to the rabbi, I said, Rabbi, you know what, I really want, give me mustard. I'm ready to take it. I'm, I'm serious. And the rabbi says, you know what, I'll give you mustard. So you have, there's nothing wrong with you. And I go to the Nabi, and the Nabi says, no, you're fine. I go to the Malachi Shores, they say, you're Gavaldic, you're Gavaldic. What do you want from me? I went to the Chacham, I went to the Vim, and they didn't, they didn't say anything wrong with me. I went to the Malachi Shores, they didn't say anything wrong with me. They said, no, 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 you're going to get punished. I, I, I didn't know, I tried. So Desu says that there's a Haftach to a person, if he wants to know the Emes, he'll find the Emes. If you really, really want, you will figure it out. Even though the Chacham can't see it, and the Novi can't see it, the Malachi Shores can't see it, you can see it. Your Shatz itself said the same piece. That, that's this good morning. So, what's the problem? They didn't say Birchus Atar. Now, so, 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 let's, let's, so what's the Shiloh here? The Rabban holds, the Mitzvah Tar is Mitzvah Say, the Rice. It's one of the Tyre Mitzvahs, according to the Rabban. It's not a drabana, it's a derisive. It's tiring mitzvahs. So the Chacham didn't know that. According to the Rambam, because the is not a mitzvah derisive. It's a Tekhan drabana. Who said that the Tekhan drabana was in place even by that point in time? I don't know. Okay. The more says that brachas were niskin, were masakin brachas. This is a Tomah Bayes Rishon. So. So it means there, there wasn't a there wasn't a nusach habracha. Now we I mentioned once last year, right? Tabor Melech was besakin meyabrachas. Tabor Melech was besakin meyabrachas, but they were all besakin brachas beginning by sheni. Teretz is a person should say it on his own. Person should say it on his own. Person should wake up in the morning. Tabor Melech said, "Listen, I want you to get up in the morning." 
say, think about a hundred times they stop and think, you know what, Bershom gave me wonderful things, Bershom, thank you. No special, no, no standard, no, you've got, you got to figure out a hundred brachas yourself every single day. And one of them should have been, Bershom, thank you for the Torah. And they didn't do that. That's not enough, well, they didn't say thank you for the Torah. So there's a, there's a, there's a Bach, there's a famous Bach, and I can go through the whole thing, because the whole thing is quite long. He says he doesn't understand why we should get such an Irish. You lose Eretz Yisrael, you go to Golis, and the Tzoros of Golis, you know what it means, the Tzoros of Golis. Eretz was Shaman for, for 52 years, there was, there was there was no human being who set foot in Eretz Yisrael for 52 years. Desola- total desolation. Because they didn't say Berchus was her. Somebody, this is the days before phones, maybe before telegraph. The letter has to travel a long distance, takes a long time. The only way you can have contact with somebody is through a letter. And this letter is from somebody which is very near and dear to them. Somebody which is they, that, they, they, that they, they have tremendous harakha for. And they get the letter. So the letter is. The only way they have to really connect to that person, the person sent them a message, and they read the letter, and it's so, it's so wonderful to hear the message, and they, they, the person is thinking about them, and they have something important to tell them, and they want them to do, and they read it, you know, and they think about not just the letter, not the words, but it's a way to connect back to the person who sent them that letter. That person is very near and very near and very dear to them. So they're not going to read it once. They read it twice. They read it three times. Each time they read it, each time they think of, they're thinking about the person, one who sent the letter. And it's their way to connect to him and be in touch. And they keep that letter in their pockets and they pull it out and they read it. But the problem is there's something in the letter that doesn't make any sense to them. It's not clear. And it's going to bother them very much. Because this person was very near, very dear to me, sent me a letter, and I don't know what it says. And I'm, I'm going to sit there and I'm think about it. I'm trying to understand that it's important to me. Kala gets a letter from a chosa. She doesn't read it once. Her chosa sent her a letter. She reads it twice. She reads it three times. She puts it away in a special place. She picks it up again in a few months from now. A few years again later, she picks it up again. She puts it in a special box under her, box under her bed. You know, pace of cleaning. She finds it. She sits down. Her husband walks in. You know, they're married 10 years. And his wife's sitting on the bed with this dreamy look in her face. She's, she's reading those letters that, she, that he sent her. And she, they were chosen They're married already. It's on the gate anymore. The letter's on the gate anymore. 
It's not the game anymore. They're married already. They've had good times, they've had bad times, they've had, they've had, they've grown together. But that, that, that was a special letter. It was a chassan sending to the cow. And that letter is going to be eternal. One day the kids are going to find it, you know, and re- read the letter and see how mushy, you know, their, their father used to be once upon a time, you know. Right? I can't, that's the father that I know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Ah, what happened to you? You know, what's this? Listen, you know, Yankala, what's this? That's, you know, good. After the father tans the kid's hide for reading the letter, but that's besides the point. Okay. sent us a letter. The Torah is the very Elam talking to us. How do you connect to Kodesh Baruch How? What do we have? We can touch him? What do we have which allows us to connect to Kodesh how is How can you connect to God's work feel that connection? The Ava means the feeling of being connected. The Torah is the very Olam talking to you. It's not Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not Avram Havinu. It's the Russian who put those words in the Torah. The words of Avram are in the Torah because the Russian wants you to know those words. It's the Russian talking to you. Elam and Sia Shaloi is a Kadesh Baruch Hu talking. The Russian wants you to know those words. Because you're important to him and he feels you need to know these words. That's why you learn Gemara. And that's why you sit here and say, I don't understand what the Bershom is saying. The Yushami says, we hear the Gemara says, look at Omar Mar. Who's the Mar? So Mar is referring back to the Tanah we said earlier. Um, the Yushami says that the word Omar Mar means the Kaddish Boraku. Mara Shalaylam. Omar Mar, who's talking? The very Olam is talking through the Tan. Yusuf Salanta, when he used to learn the first mission of Bamatsiya, says, Omar Kadosh Baruch Hu Yachloiku. Who said Yachloiku? Who said Yachloiku? The Chacham said Yachloiku. Tarshavah Peh? Kadosh Baruch Hu says Yachloiku. You're trying to understand the Kadosh Baruch Hu's words. There's no greater endeavor which exists in, the, in the mankind's opportunity to be able to sit and to figure out what God said to us. The 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 whole Matthias of Abriya is talking to us. I need to know what he said. I need to know what he said. I can't figure out what he said. It's going to drive me crazy because I need to know what he said. But on top of that, he gave us a way to connect to him. How can we connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu? Because the Rish says, you know, a human being wants to, they want to connect, they want to have, they want to have the divine presence in their lives. So without Kodesh Baruch Hu telling us how to do it, we can't do it. And they make up their temples, and they make up their different types of things that they do, and it's a garnish. You can't 
get God on demand. Well, I think if I'm very nice to people, God, I mean God-like, okay? You know, you decided how God should work. Abraham says, excuse me, please don't tell me how I should work. I'll tell you how I work. I say, if you do this, you, I come to you. And if you, do, you don't do this, I don't come to you. Well, no, 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 no. The main thing is being nice. So that's what, I mean, that's, that's what, that's what God wants. Well, you have a direct line to God, and you, God came to you last night and told you this is the way it is. It's not true. It's not true. We do have a direct line to God. He told us in the Torah what, how to do it. But he's talking to us in the Torah. So I take out the bed, I put that, sit on the, on the bed with that dreamy smile and say, wow, God's talking to me. I'm cautious enough that I got a letter from God. Imagine, I mean, I know, you know, okay, nowadays, sorry, you know, it would be an email. And once there was an article about 10 years ago called The Email from Hashem. person says, you know, he's sitting there, he's davening with commercial on. I really need to know what I need to work on. You know, and it's just, person, please give me a sign, a divine sign. You know, what, what I need to work on. You know, I need to see out to the Shemaya. So, next one, he wakes up, and there's his computer, there's the email signed, your loving Father in Heaven, please work on X. You know. See, there's one of your friends pulling a prank, right? Every person's talking to you. I had a mice of the Didi Haba This goes back in 1989. My share my sure, my sure is that and has a joke. Um, it says a fellow came once walked into the White House this goes back in the days of the Cold War you can't really appreciate the joke until the, you remember the days of the Cold War and he walks into the President's office and he sees in the President's office there's, there's three phones over there there's a red phone and there's a white phone and there's a blue phone so he asks him what are the three phones for he says so the white, the white phone is for the regular phone calls the red phone is the hotline direct hotline to Moscow and the blue phone is for calls to heaven he says, may I use the blue phone? He says, yes, please use the blue phone. He uses the blue phone. Afterwards, he gets the bill. You know, so it's uh, $25. It's a long-distance call to heaven. You know, like, you know, it costs money. Good. A little while later, he's in Moscow, and he sees his three phones on the, on the desk. There's a red phone, there's a white phone, there's a blue phone. What are the phones for? The same thing. He says, can I use the blue phone? He uses the blue phone. He gets a bill. It's for $500. He says, $500 from Moscow to heaven. It's a very long-distance phone. Okay, a little while later, he's in Yerushalayim in the Prime Minister's office, and there's three phones. And he says, what are the three phones? The white one is, the red line is a hotline directly to Moscow and to Washington, and the blue phone is the direct line to heaven. Can I use the blue phone? Yes. 25 cents, please. It's a local call. Okay. I'm in Yerushalayim, Kurdish, in 1989. I went for, you know, to the Pesach. And the day, the day before I left, I went to, say, went to the castle to say goodbye. To have a conversation with my creator. And I davened there while I'm there. The Bershah happens. It's in the Buddhist Hashem, which I really feel I need Siyata Deshmaya to work on. And I need Bershah, please give me Siyata Deshmaya to work on. This private conversation to me and my creator, Baruch Hashem, nobody else is listening. You know, I wasn't saying a lot of anybody should be able to hear me. I'm walking out, so you know, Yishalayim is a wonderful place. So Yid walks over to me, says, Shalom, I said, Yid. Ivana Kumta Yid, I said, I came from Cleveland. He says, Ah, Cleveland, he was in the Cleveland Clinic, and he knows this person and that person, etc. He says, I want, to, I want to share something with him. He says, Give me Musr on that topic that I dive into a Kaddish Boruch about. For 20 minutes straight. Like out of the blue. I mean, out of the blue, yeah. 
you know, and it goes after me, like, you know, mom, I can't go from, I never met the person before in my life, I never saw him before in my life, and he's going into me, he's lacing into me, it's only like he was Shalmayid could do, he's lacing into me, on this top. Okay, good. So, I'm just like, taking it in, you know, local call, and, you know, it's like you dial the call, and you get your answer right away, and the kids are saying, I, you know, I get, get, go get, get on the bus. You know, now, remember, I had to pay all the, the Neum along the way. This guy didn't pay any of the Neum all the way because he's one of them anyway. So he got there first. So I sit down on the bus and he's there ready this year. He says, You go, Manche, come here. You know, so he said, All the older, and he starts going after me again. You know, like I say, Good, okay. Good. So I asked him, Where am I going? I'm going to Rabbi Asher. Does that sound? So he says, I'll take you there. Good. So I get there. It turns out he doesn't have nice hours. I'm going to turn a little while. So I said, I'll go somewhere else. So he goes his way. I go my way. I'm walking down the streets. You know, and this, you know, there's Billy Shalim or Curtis. It's in Mayashar over there. And there's little some toast. A fellow grabs me by the arm, pulls me into a symptom, and starts giving me musr on that topic. I started physically shaking. I started trembling. It's a local call. You ask, you get. And that's not a black Gemara. That's not the person talking to you. The person's talking to you. The person's talking to you. Every person comes. The person's talking to you. He has a message for you. There's a message that's a Yuchot for you because you, with your Kayachas and Nevesh, and you, with your understanding, and you, with your background, and you, with your, your unique talents, has a, will find the message in that Pasuk which nobody else will find because the person's talking to you. And it's important that you find it. And it's a tremendous who's that you found it. And if you understand that, you can't let go of that puzzle. I learned the puzzle. Bishop spoke to me. I got a communication from God. I can tell you the story now. It's on 1999 to now. It's 23 years. That story still, I still tremble when I think about that story. Because Bishop spoke to me. It was clear to me the Bishop speaking. I asked for Siat on a certain area. And the Bishop gave it to me. I was kosher enough to Kodesh Baruch I was kosher enough to Kodesh Baruch that he sent two people out of the blue to talk to me on this topic. It's like wild, right? And that's what Apostle Chumash is. And that's what a Prima Godim and Arachayim is. We had, those four kids came here last night. Right? They want to know, they want to, they're doing a project for their school. I'm not sure what the project was supposed to be. First they blew it. They're supposed to go to actually go to a church to a sermon. They're supposed to come here for the sermon. The services in Hebrew, anyway. For for not Jewish kids, says, "Well, you just want to say, what do you believe in? Like, what is your belief about your religion? My, my belief in my religion, my religion is life." The Russian has a message for every single moment. What I'm supposed to be doing. Our time is that there's a set of rules. It's Kodesh Baruch talking to me about how I'm supposed to live my life. And Ebenezer Ezra and Chashemishpat and Yeridea is Russia talking to me. It's a tremendous responsibility. It's a tremendous chus. And I want to know, I happen to want to know what God said. You know, that's like a, there's, there's no greater calling in life to know than what, what, what the, the Creator spoke to you. If you got a Nabu right now, I mean, okay, it's a different child because Nabu only goes to Shartan, but okay, but right? 
in the Bismarck that Nabu existed. The person gets a Nabuwa. He couldn't go eat breakfast afterwards. Okay, well, Nabu for today, let's have breakfast. Right? He was so excited, he couldn't eat breakfast afterwards. Like, you know, you know, I'm at Lahabdul, like a billion Habdullahs, like, you know, a guy who has a sports, a sports hero, spoke to him. He can't go eat, eat a hot dog afterwards. He's like, wow, he spoke to me. And he tells his friend, and he calls him up, and he twitters, and he tweets, and he throws, well, what now? He, the, uncles, he, the guy spoke to me, you know? The person doesn't deserve the same treatment. That's what a black demore is. And you read it once, and you read it twice. God's speaking to you. The very island is speaking to you. The Creator is speaking to you. The, the Matzik Holim Soyim is speaking to you. There's nothing greater in the world than to be able to connect. I can't let go of it. They say from Rabbi Rabbi brother was from a tremendous point. They saw him like sitting, learning that base of brachas. Day after day after day, causing that base of brachas. They said, what's, what's going on? He says, listen, there's a chiyot to learn kol terkula. Baruch Hashem, I have a good head, I have learned kol terkula. So I've done that already. How can you like, leave that base of brachas? It's so kishmak, I can't go weiter. I can't go weiter, it's so kishmak. It's like, it's like kakash cake, you know? Like, you, you can't let go of it. I can't, I can't let go of it. I, I can't go weiter. So, okay, yeah, but you got to go right there because you, you don't need to know Daf Gimel. Okay, I know Daf Gimel already. I know Daf Dalit already. I know all my sleep and all backwards and forwards. I can't go that base. Yaakovina says, I'm about to leave the house of Yitzchok and I'm going to go to Lovin. I, I need a little more of that, you know, that. Finish with one Maisa. Finish with the Maisa. Shiva told us a Maisa. There's a young man came to Yeshiva back in the, the uh, that's from the early 70s from Cleveland family's a little more modern family and um, so he came in through Gifter through Gifter, he could do this he came in through Gifter, he says you know Rabbi I just want to sit to Shiva, I'm only here for one year that's very clear and then after this I'm going to college and I'm doing my thing okay it's fine about two or three months into the year, he says, Rabbi, I don't understand. I'm only here for one year. Like, I should be learning like halacha, lamaisa, what to do, etc. Why am I learning rashpas? He says, You know what? You're getting to see the rashpas perspective on life. That's what he, that's what Gifter answered. No, he leaves the year, goes off to college. About two months later, he's back in yeshiva. He says, Moshe, what happened? He says, Rabbi, I'll tell you. This is, you know, this is the 70s, you know. So I went into my class, it was philosophy class. And I walk in the first day, I walk in, and the professor is this guy with long hair, and the room is dark, and there's incense burning in the four corners. And the guy comes in, and he sits down with his long beard, he sits down on the table, and he says, you know what, I said, I, said, I need some more of the Rashba's perspective on life. I think I better come back to Yeshiva for another year. Moshe Levi Spiro. Okay? It's, just, it's, it's the Rashba's perspective on life. It's the Bershom's perspective on life. That's the schus that it means. It's a tremendous schus, tremendous opportunity. It's the sipa kanefish of learning the Bereshim. It's the Bereshim's Torah. It's not the Shikol Torah and the Rai and the this and that. It's the Bereshim talking to you. It's the Chassan's letter to the Kala. That's what it means. And that's the bracha that we're supposed to say. 
If we were to hear who's talking to us, Al-Azam must tell us, see, that they, 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 they let go of the, the British Islam's terror. The Shikol terror, they said, the Kasha, the terrorists, everything they said. But it's the British Islam's terror. And so the British Islam's speaking to them, that they lost. Well, there's no bracha to say. What's special about that? That's Eretz is what we have in the schus that we understand that it's a special relationship with the Kodesh Baruch and that relationship is given to us in the vehicle of terror. You don't understand that, you don't, get it, you don't have Eretz Yisrael. That's what Yaakov understood. I need that perspective. Before I go to Lovins with his long hair and the incense in the corners, I need 14 years of the Russian's pers- perspective only.